0: This week we'll be talking about how many woohoo's hoos does a Chris have to woohoo hoo before we accept him as Mario's new voice in a new Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Mm. Overwatch 2 launch being a garbage truck on fire going downhill with no brakes. Boy. Hideo Kojima confirms the star of his next game. Is it a sequel to Death Stranding or that rumor overdose game? We'll see. A remaster and remake seasons in the air with rumors of Horizon Zero Dawn Remaster in the works. C Project Red announces a bunch of games in hope that we forget how terrible Cyberpunk 2077 launch was. Then we got game impressions from Overwatch 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Ghost of Tsushima, and more on Season Six, Episode Thirty Nine of Press X to Start Podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, aka Sexy Bad Choices, aka Still Marcus's Fit. Who else is here? <laughs> you
1: raggedy bitch! It's your heavyweight <laughs> champion from World, California, aka the Jander, because we watch niggas, aka Shitty Shitty Bang Bang, Marcus Ellison. I am Sean MF Ross. What does they stand for? Shellyon
2: Gonzalez.
0: Wait, what is that? What is any of that? Shelly and this nigga just pulled up a box of bullets. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) 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 Gonzalez. (laughs) Could you be more of a nigga? (laughs) Oh, God. I
2: actually don't know why I have this one in here. I don't know how I got this one. I think our holotip's still
3: illegal.
1: <laughs> you better hope so, nigga. <laughs> I don't know how that one got in the collection. Sean Sh- 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 I got to let the ops know that he still keep that thing on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, and uh, we, we was pandemic
2: ready, nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and last up. Hi, everyone. It's me, Avery. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Uh, Now you know who we are. Press X Start Podcast is a weekly show where we talk about the latest game news, review the biggest games, and give you our thoughts on the games we are playing. Our goal is to expand the video game media landscape through an underserved point of view. If you like what we do and are watching on YouTube, you can support us by liking the video, subscribing to our channel, and hitting that notification button. If you are listening, we would appreciate you pausing this podcast and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast service you are tuned in on. If you want to join us in our conversations, you can join our Discord at pressxnumber2start.com/discord. So do that thing. I will have a review for you guys next week. I kind of kind of came in on fire, so I didn't have that part ready, so it is what it is. Um, but what we do have ready is our quick hits. Ah! <laughs> avery you are up this week all right i bet you're so excited normally you know i'd be doing the thing
3: i mean i would um, no i'm gonna keep moving on i'm gonna keep moving forward i don't need to look at any of that shit uh anyway yeah here it's me avery i'm doing the quick hits uh our first story is from nintendo proper uh they released their first trailer for the super mario brothers the movie uh featuring an all-star cast of Various talents from your Chris Pratt's, your Onion Tyler Joyce, to your Charlie Dave. It's a smorgasbord of people in Hollywood. Uh, The trailer. Now, normally this is a situation where DJ would pull up that trailer and I would not pay attention. Because I I rarely pay attention to the vanity monitor in the corner sometimes. So, like, I just let this glaze over. But this is a situation where I was watching this trailer premiere on YouTube and I saw certain groups just get flagged. Yeah, uh, you guys are playing the trailer. So, we're just going to go through an audio description, I mean, uh, a written description of the trailer, in that it begins with a very well animated sequence of a Bowser's volcanic flying castle approaching what appears to be a castle full of ice. The castle, Bowser and an army of Koopa Troopers of various types and shapes, led by Kamek, descends and approaches the castle, which Bowser shows up, voiced by Jack Black. Sounds great. He wants the castle gates open, the gates open, and it's the Penguins of Super Mario 64, it was the first, like, big shot to me. I was like, oh, what's this movie going to be? And then there's a funny bit.
1: I also think that the uh, person voicing the King Penguin was Kari Payton, because it sounded a lot like him doing mm. King Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh.
3: Yes, it is, he is the voice.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: okay. So you, the, he, yeah. you, you, you did, did you? call that. But yeah, he shows up. Uh, It's a very funny sequence of the penguins attacking Bowser with snowballs. And it's like a really good action sequence that pulls to the cut of they're just throwing snowballs at Bowser and they're not doing anything, but they're convinced that they're like, oh, yeah, we are the shit. And then Bowser just burns down their castle, walks in, steals the star inside and says, who's going to stop me? And then the film cuts to uh, Mario being shot out of a warp pipe into what appears to be the Mushroom Kingdom. You get a a little whelp, a little wow. He lands and you get the first taste of Chris Pratt's voice, which is just Chris Pratt. Uh, which is fine. We move forward. He sees a mushroom. He goes to touch it. Toad shows up, voiced by King Michael Key, doing a voice uh, and screaming as Toad should of not to touch that mushroom. I think the mushroom is supposed to be the mushroom for Super Mario Brothers Two, which is the bad mushroom. Yeah, and that's why Mario uh... shouldn't. That's why Mario shouldn't touch it. And then it cuts to uh, Mario and Toad jumping towards the Mushroom Kingdom. And this is where you get the first clean version of his voice. And while he's not doing, well, he's just doing his voice, he's doing a New York accent, which sounds a lot like Richard Kind, If you know who that is, look it up. I'm, a, I'm not the babysitter. Look it up. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's an actor. <laughs> it cuts through the list of actors, the title treatment, and then it gets a post credit sting of Luigi running away from Dry Bones into what appears to be a mansion. So what were everyone's thoughts of this trailer?
0: Marcus, you go first.
1: Uh, Just given what we got, I have no exact idea what this movie is going to be about. Just off the strength of, we got a Luigi's Mansion mention. We got Bowser taking over the Ice Kingdom. And then we got Mario, wherever he is. So I'm possibly assuming they're going to be world hopping in this, which would be pretty cool. Um, Overall, the trailer was... Solid. Like, honestly, I never thought that the trailer was going to be bad. Like, the fact that there is direct Nintendo involvement with the creation of this movie. I knew that Miyamoto wouldn't let his baby get butchered like that. And also, based off of, like, where they started, like, it couldn't be worse (laughs) than the first one.
3: Hey man, that movie's fire. I don't care what anyone said. It's, look, such a, look, it's, a, I agree. it's such a it's a fun movie to watch. Just the basket interpretations of every decision
1: is like, okay, let's do this. It's a perfect 90s acid trip movie, but it's not Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and so they already were gonna, you know, succeed that. But I was uh impressed with what i saw the only thing that i didn't like and it's just such a small thing but one of my least favorite trailer tropes at this point is taking like the theme of something that's iconic and then just slowing it down and making it orchestral yeah and when mario pops out of the tube and then they do the little orchestral theme i'm like ugh.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: just, just play the damn theme <laughs> stop being stop being cute and cinematic we know what it is but um yeah outside yeah. of that you know like I said I like what I saw and I'm waiting to hear more of what Chris sounds like because at first I did think okay sounds like Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt and then he hopped away and it, I got a more of an idea of oh okay Brooklyn Plumber. Um, I don't know why anybody thought that Chris Pratt was gonna be doing the Oh no. Like I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was gonna happen. But uh <laughs> <on me>. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Star-Lord. me uh Star
2: Lord. Um I'm excited to see the movie. I just wanna see uh Mario get his Donkey Kong back, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: Let's not litigate this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> so yeah, I I really, really like this trailer. I had my expectations so low that pretty much whatever they showed out would have been like okay with. But just the fidelity of this trailer, like the, the scene where Bowser is like melting the ice castle, like that looked so good. And I was just like, oh my God. Even when they first showed off Bowser's like floating castle thing, like that looked good. The melting on the ice, I was like, oh, this is. Okay, like they are actually yeah. like doing it. Yeah. And then the shots of uh, Mushroom Kingdom, that looked beautiful and a weird way to say about a Mario property. Like I... I like mean, I, I, I like,
3: to be fair, the only Mario fidelity we're getting is on the Nintendo Switch and that's the greatest graphic console Nintendo has, so...
0: I think that's what it is. I think that's... Because we're not so used to seeing like Mario in 4K. Like that's just not a thing that we've ever seen before. Mario so is Unreal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> so just see that, it's just like, oh man, this is like amazing looking, and like,
1: look at I all am, those
0: like, triangles. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I cannot wait to see. Like, I, you know, we we talked about like the whole world hopping thing, and I really hope that's a thing that they do. And I definitely can't wait till they get into the Donkey Kong world. And it's just like, okay, because like you know, you know, Mario is going to partner up with Donkey Kong. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that's just gonna be a thing. No, no. I hope. no. There's so I much going
3: on in this movie that I'm not going to make any predictions.
2: They may I'll not cross it. over to different properties. I, I, don't, hope, gonna I don't think they're they,
3: going to cross over to different properties, but they're going to cross nah, over yeah. to different parts of the Mario world.
1: I hope that they at least allude to their, their origins together with uh, Mario well, being the plumber in the Donkey Kong game.
3: Well, The issue is, okay, so I haven't really talked about how I feel. I'm in agreement with everyone. I was excited about this trailer. It's really great. Mm-hmm. To that point, the interesting thing about this is Mario is clearly meeting Toad for the first time, yeah. so this very much feels like a Mario origin film, which is fine, but that gets into the weirdness of Mario Ken when it comes to Donkey Kong, which is like, okay, if Donkey Kong is not from Mario's world, and it's Mario's first time teleporting to a different world, then the whole Donkey Kong origin and how it's related to Donkey Kong doesn't make any sense. You add that to the Whoa. fact that... You add to the fact that both Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong are showing up in his movie and Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong which, there goes the timeline mm. issue with Mario being that young and things like that. So like I said, I'm it, not expecting anything. I'm just going into this and like, show me.
1: All I'm saying is there's a there's a real possibility that Mario might be an immortal <laughs> as he fought Cranky Kong <laughs> and then he got amnesia. Okay, the Highlander. (laughs)
3: My only issue with the trailer is that, like, I find the Mario design way too Pixar esque. Where's his ass? Yeah, not even. He looks looks
0: old and young at the same time. It's his face. His face is
3: very much smaller than what it actually normally is, and he looks like a character from Wreck-It Ralph. And that's the only thing that turns me off about his design.
1: Oh yeah, he does look like Fix-it Felix.
3: Yeah, he Uh, looks like he should be in Wreck-It Ralph.
0: I should probably watch Wreck-It Ralph at some point. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. I've seen screenshots, though. Mm. That's, that's yeah. good. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep using this word. Let's not
3: really look at any of this. We don't have time. for Let's, <laughs> Let's move on to the next story. We're all 30-year-old people excited for this movie for children. All I will say is yep. this, I'm <laughs> way more excited about this than I was about the Sonic movie, and I think the Sonic movie came out okay, and I got hyped on it being okay. Uh, this, this is what I'm feeling like is going to be more than okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay, so our next story is a smorgasbord of stories, all on the umbrella of a game that came out, or at least tried to come out, last week. Overwatch 2. Our first story is from Patricia Hernandez from Kotaku.com. Believe it, Overwatch 2 launch experience has been frustrating for many.
0: So, real quick, real quick, as we talk about this terrible launch of Overwatch 2, I am going to cut this negative energy by showing snippets of the Kiriko animated short. Continue. <laughs> Great short.
3: Oh, yeah. I watched that show, and I was like, oh, man, Overwatch shorts have really fallen in times. I did not like that. <laughs> you show. didn't like
1: it? No. <laughs> really?
3: No. Like, here's the thing. Why not? There's been so, there's, uh, uh, okay. There have been a lot of properties that have been making shorts and animations since Overwatch was a thing. And, like, for me, the bar has risen on what these animations can do. And then... This is me. I've already talked about how I like. I don't like Kiriko's design. I just think it's like. I think okay. Here's a Dina showing a scene, and she's clearly talking to a Japanese man. You like, think clearly an Asian yeah. man, and then you look yeah. at Kiriko, and she looks as white as Tracer and all the other characters in this franchise. I'm like, mm-hmm. I already don't like her design. She starts talking to a small Asian girl, where I'm like, oh, they clearly know how to make a young asian facial structure but the core overwatch aesthetics just kind of washes it out and then the green hair and it's like i just i don't i don't like your design and then the middle of the thing where it goes into japanese rap i'm like this is a valorant trailer like this is fucking yordu from valorant's trailer like this is like, this, I just, it just didn't impress me it's a really well animated trailer and i'm like i'm glad that they're back on their bullshit but it's one of those things where I'm like this is me thinking for the future overwatch 2 it's supposed to have a single-player mode with cutscenes and things like that. Are we going to get cutscenes that are going to look like this? Or are going to get cutscenes that are going to look like in-game cutscenes? And I'm like, yeah. what are we doing with these cutscenes going forward? And ultimately, my big through all these cutscenes is... There isn't enough... I don't know they're enough about... They're
2: workshopping how to trigger you, Avery. That's what they're doing.
3: Probably. Uh, I don't know how Kitiko really fits in this world. And this trailer doesn't really tell you as much. It's like, this trailer feels so disconnected from Overwatch as a concept...
1: Like if th- like well, whole- she's on um, she's in the clan that uh that uh Genji and um the clan. Hey, Look up her lore. She's not in their clan. Her mom just taught them martial arts. Oh okay.
3: She's not related to yeah. them in like a so like this. It doesn't say Overwatch to me, and that's what kind of bothers me. And like it's a good, well animated trailer. But like when I think of trailers, I'm like oh, super excited. I go back to the Overwatch two launch trailer, and I'm like oh man, that is the trailer that really gave me the feels. But back to Overwatch 2. So, uh, Overwatch 2 launched on a Tuesday and was... Did it. (laughs) 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 Per an IGN story from, uh, my bad, uh, Matt Kim, Overwatch 2 hit by DDoS attacks on launch day. So immediately that game was hit with the DDoS attack of all time because anyone was incapable of getting it. No, actually, it looked like PC players were able to get in via, like... You would say that, but I I was watching Twitch... And uh, a high level Overwatch streamer just failed to get into the game.
2: Well, I mean, it's not like they got priority queues because you got a lot of subs, but it seemed like some PC players were able to get in.
3: Well, like I said, but like I'm trying to iterate the fact that it wasn't that PC was free from this, it was it was affecting yeah. all servers. Cause like yeah, on console yeah. you could get in as well, but the vast majority of experiences where you couldn't get in. Day yeah, one, right. I got in fine. I had a relatively long queue, but getting in wasn't the problem. The problem was, I jumped in, and all my shit was gone.
2: It like, should be there by now, because all my stuff is there.
3: We'll talk about that later. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had been playing Overwatch before this. I've been playing Overwatch 2. So, like, this wasn't me. Like, I haven't touched Overwatch in, like, a full two years. This was, I played Overwatch, like, maybe two to three weeks ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I jumped in. That was absolutely. working. <laughs> yeah. Overwatch 1. There was nothing there. What was insane? Was it was operating like it was the first time user experience we talked about last week. So everything was locked. I couldn't access anything. But all my skins were there. I just couldn't access anything because all the characters were locked. It was this weird thing. What's even weirder was there was a thing on the bottom that said accounts merge. Like The, the icon was there. Couldn't click on it. Couldn't do anything of that. My account was already linked to my Battle.net account. I played Overwatch online as well a long time ago with doing the Overwatch queue for the beta and everything like that. So like I had already done locked. I'd done all the bullshit. I just couldn't access anything. For the last four to five days after it launched, I would get in queue, get in, not have anything there. Hop out, get in queue, get in, have not everything there. Add on to the fact was, because it was a first-time user experience, I couldn't play with most of the characters. I couldn't do any of the actual modes. In fact, it kept telling me, play the training mode. Play the training mode. Yeah. You can't touch anything else until you play the training mode. I'm not going to fucking do that. So my first expressions of Overwatch 2 were not great. Uh, another big issue that he ran into was Overwatch 2 phone requirement is like being punished for being poor. And this is from Ashley Barnhand from Kotaku. One of the things they talked about Overwatch 2 was they were going to crack down on smurfing and they were going to put in two-factor authentication. Their authenticator, however, does not function for prepaid phones. So if you were less financially able to play this free to play game, you couldn't access anything.
1: Like Yeah, like a, a friend of mine um who I met through Overwatch like back in 2020, he basically couldn't get into the game for a little bit just I mean outside of the DDoS attack and all of the shit show because of that rule and he kind of got blindsided by it. It was really unfair. I get what they were trying to do, but like, it, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Adding on to more of the chaos Another thing that was revealed is that, hey, guess what's not in the game? Uh, The workshop. Overwatch 2 devs confirm another feature will be missing at launch due to workshop delays. Uh, So, like, the workshop is not there. The experimental, is- the, the custom games, the experimental stuff is actually in the launcher, but I don't think you have the ability to make or do anything with any of the oh. custom features in the game. So, that's a weird thing. Our, our, next, <laughs> our next story is I'm actually gonna skip this one and get to another one because this one makes one is more an interesting story on topic. This is from Paul Tassie from Forbes, why Overwatch 2 players actually miss loot boxes. I've been on record for this. I was a fan of the Overwatch loot boxes. Yeah, yeah, though. We got Damn. the long fights over oh, back in the day about the predatory nature of loot boxes. It's whatever. But looking at this game's battle system and shop, go fuck yourself. I want loot boxes back.
0: <laughs> Talk that talk, King. I haven't even got a chance to look at it like that.
3: No, it's like, okay, a basic skin from Overwatch 1 is $20. Taking notes from Apex, I see. Well, here's the thing with Apex, there are still loot boxes. Yeah. So, like, I could spend $10, and I could gamble and get the thing okay, I yeah,
2: want. Yeah, true, we have both in Apex.
3: Yeah, but Overwatch is just a straight shop. Everything is way overpriced, and the skins are right. either amazing Or you call this a legendary skin? Like, Kiriko has a skin which is just her actual ninja outfit taken off, but it's her wearing a track jacket. That is her legendary skin. Meanwhile, she has an epic skin that's a full-on, like, uh, Shinto era. Like, she's got the grass straw hat. It's sort of a different outfit, and that's an epic skin. What the fuck? She only also has only one legendary skin, which is, like, the weirdest thing every character, as I can remember, has launched with two legendary skins, and two recolors of those legendary skins. She launches with one legendary skin and one recolor. The same with Junker Queen and um, Soldier.
0: Yikes, so just the new people have yeah. just the one legendary huh? that's... yeah. I wonder if that, if that's just like, that's what they're going to do going forward versus doing the two legendary skins and then probably monetizing. Well, this, yeah, because they can have
3: to monetize it. Uh, also, the battle pass is just not fun at all. The progression is super slow. Uh, yeah. Plotting... It has the point me well,
2: it has the fame I, I think it goes slow. you get that boost if you actually have the battle pass, right if you buy the
1: paid version
3: I like you yeah. think I'm even not, then
1: it's because no, i cause I, I have right. the battle pass and it's still like slow like it it obviously gets a bump if you like do the weekly challenges or the daily challenge, but even still, it does not move that fast, which confirmed my concerns of like you're gonna have to really live in this fucking game to get through yeah some of these levels. Do
2: you get a boost like in, um, like in Apex at a, what the hell is it? Fortnite? If you're
0: playing with friends. I don't know. I think you get an extra. It's hard to know when, you know, people can't get on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Overwatch 2 launch, uh, is not been great. And it's sort of, it's a bucket of cold water on any excitement for this game. It's like, oh man, it's Overwatch 2. No, it's Overwatch 1.5. It's just a massive, uh, Code of Paint because the actual Overwatch is not coming out till next year. So
0: yeah, like I think I'm the only person on the cast that has tried to play the game and hasn't been able to play the game since it's launched. I played the uh, the beta, so I have that to go off of. But just experiencing this, I, I think I was talking to Sean. I, I think I, maybe I talked. I said it on the Discord. I feel like the mantle has been passed from no man's sky in <laughs> terms of terrible launches to cyberpunk 2077 and then in a weird way to overwatch 2 where it's just like the game itself is good but like no one can play it and it's not even like because yeah. even like the day that it launched the day after it launched like i literally said like man i really hope by the time sunday comes this is just a thing that happened in the past, and we're just kind of like talking about it, or like laughing about it, and it's like, nah, nah, they're not going to be able to launch an actual client fix to this until next week. And I'm like, what? Like it, it, why, why can't why? Why is it until next week? That's so like yeah, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Like DDoS attacks
1: aside, yeah. y'all have been developing this game for how long? How in the hell they're do you have this little? protection or these few precautions in place for your launch it's it's ridiculous especially with the
2: well shit microsoft don't own the property yet i was gonna say I, i would think they'd be able
0: to scale up servers right before launching and but it's it's blizzard like overwatch 2 it's not a small game like it's a big game it had a lot of people on it like i i really hope that blizzard puts out something to the effect of like hey, guys, um, you know, the DDoS attack was terrible, but, like, we that's were slammed by X number of players that pinged our servers, which caused the the issue or whatever. But, again, like, at this point, they would have probably said something like that. And I think they actually did say something about, like, fixing the servers, right? Yeah, so they didn't even mention that. So, it, like, I, I'm, I'm baffled on how they were caught with their pants down. Like, again, besides the DDoS attack, like, that's a separate thing. It, it's just it's crazy to me that
2: what was the average live player count on overwatch one like the past year versus how many people tried to try out overwatch two launch week. I don't even think we have that data.
3: I don't have, I don't have that data anywhere. I can tell you what its Twitch numbers were, but that was just raw popularity. And I follow overwatch. And so I know how popular it was on the platform, but I can't give you its player count.
2: Yeah. Cause sometimes some things you just can't plan for.
3: Well, no, that's not true because they launched this game before. So, like, if you can, if you if, wasn't there
2: the same dude, way for dude, Overwatch 1, was dude. it?
3: Yeah, 100% it was. Overwatch yeah. 1 was Overwatch one of the 1 biggest juggernaut launch. Like, yeah. remember, that game won game of the year. I, I remember I played it initially. I played the beta, and then I just never actually bought it. Now, Overwatch 2 was a big deal. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, go off of that and move upwards.
1: Yeah, because... There was definitely that fervor because it was coming off of Heroes of the Storm. So there was a lot of overlap into Overwatch 1. Like while we didn't have the fervor per se, there was a big big fervor
0: outside of it. It
3: was it was Blizzard doing Team Fortress 2 but better.
0: Yeah. Uh, but like even if we take away the launch of Overwatch 1 and yeah, okay, that was X number of years ago, like, you know, maybe the the amount of people that hit the servers today or whenever it launched was you know drastically different from you know x number of years ago you have activision as the partner company activision makes one game and one game alone call of duty and that shit gets hit all the time so it's like again it's like you had the resources to be like hey um you know our our projections are looking at us getting hit with this number of players what can we do to, you know, help make sure that we're not caught with our pants down. And Kaldia was like, I don't know, put guns in your game. Fuck you. Like, what the hell? Like, why wasn't there? It it baffles my mind that this launched in this kind of state. And even to have the account merge bugs. And it's just like, what? I got no words for this, man. It, it's, again, that's why I'm, in my head, I'm like, yeah, this, definitely is probably going to get the mantle for like worst launch and i think cyber uh, cd project red is probably doing themselves a service by announcing their games we're gonna talk about that later but like man this is just bad
3: yeah the account murder stuff is wild because i yeah. i get if i account hasn't been active for a while but like a week before and like <laughs> it, it took me to like yesterday to wake up and like here's the thing sean Oh, when you were telling me shit about the accounts merge, I was pissed. Because I have this weird thing about being told things I like, do. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just bear out some laundry about my personalities. So whether you think it's a good, this is good or not, and eh, I've made my peace with this. I have a hard time being told things that I already know the answers to.
2: <laughs> you were being mansplained. I understand. You could have told me shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would have shut the
3: fuck up. Nah, I, I, I respect you in this relationship too much to be just like, Sean, shut the fuck up! You have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. Let me know. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna do that. I ain't got the answer like, this way. So Sean, cause like, because <laughs> like, Sean was talking about how like there's that account merge thing. Would I could click on that and I do my account thing. None of that shit happened. I just rolled up on like a yesterday and fucking opened my thing and everything was fine. Like nothing had happened. I'm like, I'm sorry, what the I was fuck is a priority queue? What, what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is going <laughs> on? Incredibly frustrating. I apologize to everyone involved in this situation. I was pissed. <laughs> like, it, it is not an understatement how much money I sunk into Overwatch 1 and waking up on, like, a Tuesday and just, like, having all of it just not yeah. there and accessible. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with all of this. You can go fuck yourself Overwatch. <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> you owe me, pay me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So our next story is, uh, is the continuation of the strange world that hideo kojima operates that we all live in uh, this is from jordan midler from VGC. l fanning will star in hideo kojima's next game it's been confirmed so about a couple of weeks ago during tgs hideo kojima had this darkened image of a woman's face that said who am i uh the the death stranding kojima athletes in the chat pretty much said immediately just fucking l fanning i know it because i watched her movies this is l fanning Lo and behold, it's he uh reveals it later on, it's Al Fanning, and he reveals uh next uh image that says, Where am I? which is another darkened face, which I'm just gonna assume it's Al Fanning again, but if it's not, okay, where am I? we're all assuming is Pax. uh, and he's also has another teaser that hasn't been released yet, but it's we're all sort of indicating has something to do with uh the game awards, but then they also come out and confirm by showing Al Fanning in the uh mocap studio like uh rendering stage uh posing With that, feet yeah. out. What you <laughs> doing, Kojima? <laughs> I was gonna point that out, but as a I is something in that uh, She showing my, feet <laughs> <laughs> right, he he'll confirm she's in her next game. And then in the deleted tweet, uh, Kojima Productions producer indicated that this was somehow death stranding two related. Yep. So
1: Look, as I said in the Discord, I could totally see l Fanning playing grown up blue. So
3: I'm fucking talking about, man. Yeah. I'm super excited. I think Elle Fanning is an incredibly talented actress who, despite writing The coat of her older sister, uh, Dakota Fanning, has really made a name for herself And sort of like the Elizabeth Olsen school of being an actual actress. I actually think it's really cool I actually look at her art, ignoring her last name. Uh, and so it's, it's insane that Kojima is now at a point in his career where I'm like, oh, Norma Reedus? That makes sense. No is low enough Person in the total Flow Hollywood hierarchy that makes sense. Leah Sadu? Mads Mickelson? El Fanny? Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I am still waiting, and I will one day meet Kojima and tell him this to his face if it hasn't happened yet. Put Ryan Gosling in one of your goddamn games. <laughs> I know you're a fan of Reffin, and he may drive. I know you saw it.
2: Are you gonna tell him in English or broken Japanese?
1: Yes. <laughs> Be
3: great. I'm, I'm excited oh. for whether this is Death Rating 2 or overdose. There is some indicate like ignoring the deleted tweet, there is some indication it could be overdose because the other photo could be Margaret Quali.
0: Mm, okay.
3: So and she was the person who was in the leaked overdose footage. So right. we'll see. But I'm generally super excited in all things. Team Kojima, let's go.
0: Yeah, I mean that that definitely is cool. Like I, I do love how Kojima like plays this guessing game with the community. And it's like it keeps everyone involved, keeps everyone like entertained and, and happy while we're all now playing Overwatch 2. So, so yeah. DJ, you gonna you, you gonna play this one or are you gonna watch it on YouTube, you ho? I, I may play this one. I may play mm-hmm. this one. So we'll see, you know, we'll see. If not, I got that play button ready, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> well, before you fight me, before we get to the next thing, hey, you listener. If you're watching us and you're enjoying the video so far, please like this video, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. If you are listening to us, please pause this podcast, go leave us a review, and then come back and then continue listening because we are about to talk about.
3: Uh yeah. Last week on a sort of Sunday night, Monday morning, some PlayStation documentation leaked. in that documentation was indicated of an upcoming PS5 game, uh, this is from VGC, this is from Andy Robertson, a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster is in the works for PS5, it's claimed. Now before we go into detail about this, I'm going to give you my exact, uh, how would I say, stream of uh, consciousness when I heard this news. I have it written down in our chat because I was, okay, with the news of the Netflix show, this makes sense. Fingers crossed on it actually being good, uh, parentheses, the Netflix show. I have all confidence the Horizon Zero Dawn remake is going to be good. That being said, and this is more egregious than The Last of Us. Horizon is a 2017 game. So I'm hoping Sony recognizes that as well. This is this the $70 version of the base Horizon Plus DLC that just looks better? I use Spanish, uh, no me gusta. Uh, this is this the $70 version of the base Horizon DLC that looks better and comes with a multiplayer attached? I'm not as up in arms about this. Now, I'm going to be fair when it comes to judging the resource management of Sony First Party. At least with Naughty Dog it was clear that the teams were working on multiple games and the remake came around. But as far as I know, there's only one Real Horizon team working on a remake to one. It's a working on three. It's Asinine. So ultimately, my sane line of thought when the last of Us remake came out was like, whatever. Like, if you don't want it, you don't have to buy it. It's going to cost $70. And I understand why Sony's doing it. I wouldn't charge $70. I understand it. But unlike the last of us one, I don't want to replay Horizon Zero Dawn again. So like I'm, <laughs> I'm on the camp of why are you doing this?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm in the same camp of uh, why are you doing this? I think my math is a little different from, to how I got my answer than yours. But I feel like the answer, they're, they're doing this to line up with probably whenever the Horizon show comes out. Because it seems like that is a thing that Sony is lining up to, I guess, make more money in a way by doing these. If if
3: Cyberpunk and The Witcher had already proven that unlike comics, making a successful video game show and translating it into more profits for the actual game. Was mm-hmm. wasn't the truth fact I was being like this doesn't make any sense. What it is, so this point A works perfectly. My only right. issue is they're gonna charge seventy dollars. This is a game from twenty seventeen that was on the PS four. Like
0: yeah, yeah, like, they will charge seventy. Absolutely, yes, yes.
3: And I'm like, like last but ten year old game. There's a stark difference. Cool. You're gonna give the updated Verizon two Aloy model on it cool but the game is still going to look the same breathtakingly good game as it was in 2017
2: it may just be to keep them busy in the same breath as uh the last of us give them something i, I mentioned that
3: in my my treatise of this but like mm-hmm. they're working on horizon three <laughs> like the last of a the thing there's multiple uh naughty dog teams and they need to keep them busy that made sense but i'm like I could be wrong. I could not know enough about PlayStation and like, there could be multiple gorilla teams of massive gorilla teams. And one is working on, uh, they're wanting to keep the horizon two team around as they transition to horizon three as a possibility. But like in my head, how do you not transition? Like one, there's another leak about Lance Reddick reveal that they were making horizon two DLC. So like, why isn't the horizon two team just working on that DLC? And then
0: Isn't there supposed to be multiplayer in this remaster there, yeah. or another? Well,
3: another leak in this documentation is there's supposed to be a multiplayer Horizon game then I'm like, have them do that.
0: That's yeah. fine. Mean, this is just baffling again for just, for just different reasons. Like, and then, when I thought about this, my mind started to percolate, right? Like a, like a, like a drip coffee... Uh, I don't drink coffee. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyways, my mind was percolating and I was thinking I wonder if when we got the um the news story about the Uncharted remaster that they wanted to work on that like that whole thing that blew up in um you know behind the scenes I wonder if they had planned on trying to get a remaster or remake Uncharted to go align with the movie cuz I feel like even at that time yes that was before Cyberpunk but that was definitely after The Witcher and that like did gangbusters for CD project red. So I wonder if PlayStation we're, had read the tea leaves then.
3: I mean, if we're operating on the same logic of when these things would have come out, then the entire thing would have come out when the last part one would have come out, which is like a year after the movie. Yeah. So it's not as concise as the last one. Like, I'm annoyed by this, and I'm only annoyed by this in the sense that, like, this ultimately it's not going to matter. They're going to release this. People who've never played Horizon, which is a fantastic game, going to look at this brand-new pretty game for $70 and convince it's a brand-new product after watching that TV show. And that's fine. That's whatever. I'm just like, creatively, PlayStation is in such a weird place right now yeah. that, like, with them being incredibly quiet, with them focusing so heavily on their first-party IPs, they're in this weird, I will say this, they're in a weird creatively bankrupt place where like two early conversations me and DJ used to have that PlayStation had a type that like I didn't necessarily agree because I thought all the games are relatively different, but all of them uh, have the same sort of like framework, if that makes sense, that I'm like, PlayStation is in a very creatively bankrupt place where they're not taking any risks and doing new things and fostering new ideas. And this triple down on triple A big releases and tripling down on them. So now they're in a Nintendo pattern. Oh, we're just going to release the same game over and over and over again. Is actually very uninteresting as a PlayStation fan.
0: Yeah. I think just to go along with that, I guess to times two, that, because we are hitting a point of inflation where like now everything costs more money. So even to take the risk of developing a new property costs more money than it would before. So at that point, they're definitely just going to be like, yeah okay we're gonna make a game that we know is gonna sell x amount of of dollars for us so that's what we're gonna do and you know whatever good ideas you guys have put it on the shelf and we'll revisit it down the line when we're not worried about what's gonna happen to our next uh paycheck or whatever so like it sucks it really sucks but again i feel like it's not something that's gonna bother me because i'm not gonna buy this i'm just gonna keep it moving so yeah it is what it is yeah
3: like I said, the only way, out, not even, because I don't even give a shit about the multiplayer. I will buy this in 10, 15 years, maybe. But like. When they released a the second remake. Yeah, whatever. So our final story uh, comes from CDPR. CDPR, I'm putting this in their official Twitter, has uh, announced six brand new projects that are going to release over the next six to 10 years. The first is a brand new IP called Codename hadar no idea what that is next is project Sirius, which is going to be the brand new witcher project don't know what it is it could be literally anything Sirius is one of the stars and uh i think is canis
1: my astrology is all fucked up but it's a star in the sky all i'm saying you cut off the u.s of the name and what do you get siri that's all i'm saying (laughs)
3: <laughs> All their projects are named after stars in the sky uh, Then there's Project Polaris Which is the North Star Which is going to be the Witcher 3 sequel and It's going to be a brand new trilogy So three new Witcher games They also confirm that these games will come out over A six year period So we'll see like, right. uh, mm-hmm. And then the next part in their Witcher uh, Slide is Project Canis Major I'm sorry Canis Majoris Which is a new story driven Witcher open world RPG I'll get to some of the Witcher stuff in a second. Then for Cyberpunk, hey, Phantom Limited is coming out next year. It's going to be the only expansion for Cyberpunk. And then we're getting Project Orion, which is going to be a sequel to Cyberpunk that is going to, uh, I think, harness the full power of Night City and all the Cyberpunk world. Sure, Jan. Yes. This is incredibly ambitious. They need to keep this level of transparency going forward, because I want to remind everyone Mm -hmm. that the original Cyberpunk was announced in like 2012 or some shit with an insane trailer that made me lose my mind and get angry at video games. Mark, <laughs> 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 I can remember we used to have conversations about uh, video game characters, and I'm like, when is the game coming out? Why are they announce it? <laughs> Lo and behold, 10 years later, the game comes out. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm actually excited for Orion, one of the things they also announced is they're opening a couple new studios. One is going to work in the US and work on one of these projects. So it's not like CDPR proper is just going to be down in the dirt doing it, uh, dealing with all this work. So like, it's not as actually insane of all these multiple projects juggling as it actually seems. Uh, but yeah, I- I'm actually excited for Orion. I like Cyberpunk launch. I think if you can take that base and build upon it, that could be a banger of a game, especially if it comes out during this generation and we don't get another... Cross generation PS5, PS6, bullshit, or like, hey, something going a game Situation Witcher is interesting in that they're making three separate Witcher projects. And if I'm reading the tea leaves, the, the new Witcher trilogy that they want to have come out in a short period of time is going to be Bite like Witcher 2, which is a very sort of like linear f game. And then the Witcher, uh, Canis Majoris is going to take the Witcher 3, massive open world, uh, kind of effect. And then I can't tell you what serious is. I, I'm reading the tea leaves on that. And it's like going to be a uh, bigger, better Gwent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> too Gwent, too oh, furious. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I look at this lineup, I, I am cautious of the next Cyberpunk 2077 game. I'll, I'll watch the trailer, I'll see what that's about. And then I'll wait until, like, you know, reviews before buying that. So I'm not going to pre-order that. The Witcher, The Witcher. on the other hand, it's been a long time since I've played Witcher 3. So I am ready for some more Witcher. So, you know, I, I feel like I should learn my lesson and also wait for the reviews on that. But, hey, the Witcher ain't never done nobody wrong. I mean, it didn't launch great. I do remember those days. But those days were so long ago. So, you know, I need to learn my lesson again. It didn't launch
1: Cyberpunk bad, though. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Witcher, Witcher, Witcher
3: 3 launched standard open-world RPG. Our game is way too big. Bugs. It didn't yeah, land yeah. Cyberpunk. We, we made this game for PS5 and for some mm-hmm. reason decided to put this on PS4 and it just didn't feel good because of it.
1: And now your poor PS4 sounds like it's literally about to explode every time you boot that damn game up.
3: Hey!
0: ps4 is like oh damn here we go again (laughs) help me
3: (laughs) help me oh
0: my god yeah Uh,
1: we're gonna see we're gonna see mm
0: -hmm. all right well uh that is it for the quick hits And before we get into what we've been playing, we have a word from our sponsors. It's us, as always. Hey there, have you been enjoying this episode? You have? Great. Well, if you're listening to the podcast, then do us a favor and leave us a review on the podcast platform you're using. If you're watching this, then like the video, subscribe to our channel and hit the bell so you won't miss out on any of our future videos. Check out pressx2start.com to find information about us, the podcast, links to all of our social media channels, and to join our Discord. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support. Now back to the podcast. And we are back. Now it is time for us to talk about the games we have been playing. And I think it's only fitting that we talk about the game of the week, Overwatch 2. All right, guys, tell me how Overwatch 2 is, because I haven't been able to get into that goddamn game. So what's up?
1: <laughs> Talk to us about that, that title screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at that queue
2: number. <laughs>
0: Man. That yeah, was just I, I funny think, at first. Yeah, like, Sean, you've, you've pretty much played the most out of all of us. You've been the lucky child out of the bunch that's been able to actually stick through and actually get in and play some games, right? Uh, yeah, Marcus? I've played pretty much every day since it is okay. launched. launched. Oh, there you go. Um, better than me. I've seen that title screen every day since launch.
2: I mean, it's okay. Overwatch minus one person. I'm not sure if that's
3: better or worse now. It's <laughs> it's worse. It's weird. <laughs> it's too, like, I, I've, like, we talked about this when the original beta came out and I played it. And I'm like, it's weird. It sucks to be a support. And if somebody yes. plays support, it still sucks to be a support because... <laughs> like unless you're playing lucio uh, or Moira, otherwise it sucks to me. <laughs> but it's, it's like a more you have one less person to heal but at the same time i don't know go ahead avery it's uh it's less people to focus on so like fights are more frenetic they're essentially uh faster quicker and uh, with a lot of the new maps there are so many open areas for people to just flank you yep and, like, when you're playing a support from the back line and you're just, like, in a fucking road hog, just, like, runs out from behind you. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? I can't do anything yeah, here. Yeah. And, like, me, Marcus, and Sean to play this. I play a lot of it. I've, I haven't played as much as Sean. I haven't been playing every day. But, like, I, when I got my thing to work, I put in, like, maybe three to four hours uh, to just uh, relitigate. I even tried some ranked. And I'm like... It, it reaffirms that I just don't like playing Overwatch when I'm not playing with people because it's like yeah. it's such a frustrating experience to play healer and like I'm playing Baptiste. I can do splash damage through a group of people. I can do some good healing, but if you all run and take your ones halfway across the map, I can't do anything. And when yeah. I'm playing push, and it's so easy to get flanked on push that so I'm just getting yeah attached by a road hog from behind, I can't do anything. And if you start complaining about healing, I'm just going to be like, hey, yo, dude, fuck you. Stay <laughs> <Like, laughs> with the group. What are <laughs> you doing? doing? Why
2: are you over here right. trying to play by yourself?
3: Like, my ranked experience was so bad because it was like, I'm playing healer, I'm trying to get my shit to work, and like, a team's not doing it. So I just raid quit, played Moira for fucking three matches in a row, and just played by myself. And like, no one could complain about my damage or my healing because both of them are, are super high because I'm just fucking healing myself. Fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 didn't I, heal. Was,
0: I got you.
3: <laughs> I, I was
2: going to play ranked, but I said, let me wait until y'all actually get on. Um, mm hmm. It is frustrating like he said trying to be healer and everybody's trying to go off and do their thing. Did Overwatch 1 have uh, pinging? No. No. Okay, so this is something new. It did. I, I
3: thought
2: it I'm sure so, did not like Apex it did,
0: pinging, but like no. you can't just or say well, like there, was there was no pinging.
3: pinging. You could ping. I mean, you can, you can, you you, can you, 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 yeah, you can you can have voice lines, but what he's talking about is right. I'm pointing it my relic off the map thing. and pinging yeah. something. Which I didn't yeah. even I feel- it's actually so useful. I need to figure out my keybinds to get it to be more yeah. intuitive.
2: And now I have mm. to stop moving in order to ping some shit. Yeah, and I'm so used yeah. to Apex. That shit is magnificent in Apex, to I be dead ass honest. Time.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, they have that shit down pack on Apex where you can either double tap to point that an enemy is there, tap it once to say we're going over here, or if you hold it down, more shit comes up. Well, the you problem is
1: that. also, mm. this is a team shooter. Like, it's, it's Apex. is just a certain team shooter. things. No, 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 but like it's not a battle royale team mm-hmm. shooter. Like, yeah, there's things you might need to ping, like, okay, you're being attacked or you're being flanked or whatnot, but like, yeah. really, you're kind of just doing the same loop. Like, there's certain things, there's certain things that they changed with Overwatch where I'm just yeah. kind of like, you, like, you,
3: you to your, didn't To your point, it. like me talking about, oh, a Roadhog just showing up behind me, I ping that Roadhog, I'm still dead. Like, there's no way anyone's going to react and, like, save me from this. Like, I'm, <laughs> there, Venge me, my teammates.
2: <laughs> there have been times where I ping shit early enough, and if they would be paying attention, it would turn the tides or something. But yeah, me saying over here, that means nothing if we don't play normally. Exactly. And you, don't mean it, and you don't know the sound of my voice, and you're not aware of where I am. I feel like the ping... Was more helpful for me when I was playing.
0: It's just that because the ping alerts everyone, and it's the ping on the alerts UI,
2: everyone, so. and it I yeah. guess it shows on your screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I watched y'all like just playing it,
0: it, it, Apex with
1: y'all when y'all would ping. Uh-huh. Sometimes it'd be like like repeatedly, so you would actually really hear it. Whereas yeah. I feel like with Overwatch, it's like you get the one ping. Yeah, and like and you Ape, hope someone here? Like,
3: I think Apex is a better version of contextual ping. Like in, in, yeah. in Overwatch, I ping something and I miss the reticle on top of the person. It's just going to ping a direction. It's not going to say if I ping the Roadhog. Oh, there's going to be a Roadhog icon. Like, oh, Roadhog is right here. But yeah. if I miss ping and I ping to the side because I'm fucking, I'm playing Morra when you don't aim on that character. I'm going to be able to do it. It's just gonna be, I'm just pointing in this direction. There's no context. Look at this bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Help. I've been I've been spoiled by Apex.
3: Like that being said, like uh, it's still Overwatch. It's still a super fun game. And like I will say, me, me and Sean got into this argument uh, when I refused to play the game until I got my shit back. He was like, <laughs> yeah. "Just play the game." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I play game. hard support. I have none of the characters I play. <laughs> I'm not gonna have fun playing this Time game." Time to learn some new ones. Well, like <laughs> this is a game where I had to learn new ones. Yeah, Because, like, I got Baptiste back, and I started playing rounds on Baptiste, and there'd be certain situations where I'm, like, I, like I'm getting into my Valorant days, where I'm, like, All right, there are certain characters that are good on certain maps, and there are certain mm-hmm. counterpicks that w- do well. Like, if I'm playing uh, Kings Row defense at the final point, Baptiste is fucking useless here. Mm-hmm. Like, he has great AoE, but, like, the way the map is bi- Bending at this place, like there's no straightaways for me to shoot down. My ult's kind of weird, and that like the, the the pathways are so short that I'm like I can't even get uh, utility on there. So I pulled an audible played Lucio, and realized, huh, this character's broken. Like, I Lucia. knew Lucio was broken from beta. <laughs> I, I knew Lucio was broken from the beta, but like he fundamentally I can kill and shoot, and he still has CC. So I'm like, yeah.
2: <laughs> what's CC? Crowd control. Oh. Um <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh, it, it it's This character's kind of broken. Uh, like, I'm.
1: Which is funny because Lucio always gets put in like mid tier as a character.
3: That's because, because he's not a skill based character. Uh, like, in turn, like, well, oh, Kiriko is a great example of a character who has insane DPS. She can three headshot any character in the game, but I think they get the headshots. So she, like, yeah. she's just right. a skill based character. Well, Lucio is. Right. I'm never going to pay attention to a Lucio's healing numbers during a match because of like if like four people standing next to him, he's going to be doing path healing at all times. This is not like me playing Baptiste where I'm like, I I gotta aim my gun and make sure I hit the right splash on you or like. I will say though, I had to play Ana and I'm like, if you can't aim, an effective, I can't.
1: (laughs) An effective Lucio though knows the difference between like i admittedly he's my main so i'm gonna be like defensive but but it's just like go ahead and put on your professor tie there's way too many lucio's who will just stay on speed the entire time and try and play like a fucking reddit player and they'll just be skating around and being oh. useless and trying to trying to snipe yeah, but like uh, reddit his views are not representative of the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no there is there is literally a type of lucio player called a reddit lucio player and he's mm. always the, they're always the ones that are trying to get those cheeky kills and then skate away mm-hmm. well, I, I
2: realized when i was playing him that i use speed to get us to the point and then switch over
1: so i mean I'm... yeah no yeah yeah but even even outside of like just using speed to like transport there's smart ways to use speed like if you're in a choke and it's ha- you're having a hard time getting through it, if you have a good tank with you, you can use the speed to, like, get you through that choke and catch somebody off guard. Or, like, it's beat, just and, like, knowing when to switch on and switch off.
3: Gels has a really great initiator ult. Like, you can use it as a save-the-day ult. But, like, just initiating into a fight with beat, right. in that, like, I, we're all going to be like, full health for the next... Five to ten seconds. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like incredibly useful. Like that's one of the yep. thing I discovered when I started playing useful and how broke I felt. I thought he was broken compared to the other healers I'm used to playing. And I can only damage or heal. I had to pick a lane. Where it's yeah. like I beat in. I'm on heal. I fucking raise the roof. And I'm still shooting the entire fucking time. So I'm like. <laughs> 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 so you can do so much with this kid. Yeah yeah, try, yeah, yeah. I'm like right now, like as I'm redefining my role as a like main support player, I'm I'm having to learn other off uh, support roles that I normally just ignored when I was playing Overwatch One. I normally I played Buck and Baptiste and uh, heal everyone behind, or I played Mora and I stopped carrying my healing and I played her like a fucking soldier 76, sticks running it down mid. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. I'm getting more acquainted with playing a lot of the other support roles, which are great. Mm-hmm.
1: My Overwatch 2 experience so far, even though I played the least out of the three people that actually got in, I think I played maybe like an hour, if that. Um, it's interesting because, like, I think I said this with the beta, but it's like there's going to be a learning curve for me in regards to 5v5 when I've gotten so used to 6v6 because with 6v6, if you've got a balanced team, like... You know, I don't know. It's just way easier. like I would sometimes end up, okay, if we have two tanks, like somebody's an off tank and then somebody's yeah. like a shield tank or like a brawler, you know that tank could go around and and flank, and then I could right. still be with like the main tank, or like I felt like I knew how to divvy up my time and effort better, it, yeah, wants
3: to like if you're trying to heal uh d p s characters, you're playing the wrong game
1: right. <laughs> Because like you were saying, there's so many um open pathways in the new stages that like you just lose people. Like they don't they don't give a fuck about staying together as a group. It's, all and the same it's me, man. I still get lost on all the maps. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just well, it's more you just, play that
0: that will get better for you.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm sure over time, like I'll I'll acclimate myself to it but I was expecting more of a lateral move into Overwatch 2 but like yeah. you know I feel like I gotta regain whatever like true juice I had in Overwatch 1 now because like I'm not nearly as str- I'm not struggling nearly as much as I did when I jumped into Overwatch 1 initially cause right. I just was learning everything but it's still just like huh okay I just need to get this shit together again Find my uh my stride. Some people are just ass. I had I was
2: Soldier seventy six and I had four healers on my team. I was like, oh, I surely ain't gonna die.
0: <laughs> they were just healing themselves. The fuck well, like most healers here? can't heal soldier themselves. Soldier played. He's played a healer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Soldier can't heal himself. That's right.
2: <laughs> surely we'll be fine this round. <laughs>
0: yeah, biotic field. Like I had
3: this so, like, one match on like Hollywood with Soldier, which I'm like, this game is fundamentally broken. We're like, we just rolled through the other team. I like, I didn't even do anything. We just got the point immediately, and it just it never stopped moving. It was the <laughs> shortest game of Overwatch payload I've ever played. It was the only time I got to play DPS because like there's a fucking challenge to play all roles. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, that I did it that.
2: Uh, to get you to get out your comfort zone, you might like another role. Well,
3: mm. it'd be so much easier to get people to get into their comfort zones to say, pick the other roles. Because saying pick all roles, you might just end up in a role you're comfortable with to begin with.
0: Mm. It's, all, it it's like, all roles like a, a type of... It's the flex. To pick the flex pass. Uh, okay, I see,
2: I see. I see. Uh, yeah, they need to do it like Apex once again where they just say, play this fucking character for two matches.
3: No. No? You don't that, think so? No. because With Apex, that's not fun. Like you, we've talked about this and have these conversations about how, like, oh, that, like, it makes you jump out of your comfort zone and play other things. But like, when you're trying to win a match, and it says play fucking who's who's the worst character in Overwatch? I don't know. Like, imagine if Mercy is the worst character of Overwatch, and like you're playing Baptiste, but you got a challenge that says you gotta win as Mercy, and you play Mercy, you just throw the game.
2: Well, then I'll say
0: win as that character though. I say do have to win as well. Well, like if you're playing as that character, like if there's like a. Another one that says, like, win a match.
3: Playing of that character in a game like Overwatch where you can literally switch at any time, it, like, is fundamentally not yeah. a good challenge.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. As a person who has played the least amount of Overwatch 2, being none, I, I'm actually excited to be able to get in and play with Yaw. Because I feel like that's going to be a very very fun like couple of matches, so I'm
3: gonna gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna tell you that. (laughs) Like like if 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 you heard my cons on Apex and me trying to figure out how to fucking IGL this game, it's gonna be so much worse now of Overwatch too. This is a post me playing apex legends all the time so the game is just super slow but it's also post me playing valorant which is me trying to get like a tactical fps in my head it's so like me watch that game when i was talking about where i was playing a soldier and we were just rolling down king's row i was playing like with valorant i was like holding angles peeking corners and just like it was so it was so dumb it's gonna be so bad guys i'm gonna tell you this right now
0: <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> oh man uh me and my um zarya just cannot wait guys you know what i mean <laughs> Thank I don't love Zarya.
3: I don't love Zarya. You <laughs> anyway. did. I would have, given you, I would have given you props because he's a super hard character to play
0: as. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I, died.
1: I love a good Zarya because yeah. they're rare.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, you guys been playing more Cyberpunk 2077?
1: Yep. A- uh, I don't have much to say because it's still Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but I did want to bring up that because uh, I remember I was uh, editing last week's episode and hearing Jordan and Avery, who I think were always the most complimentary people about Cyberpunk 2077, just due to uh, Avery did, did playing that, on, did have a Avery bad thing to say about the game. So for me, jumping back into the game, I fell into because I remember by the end of the game, uh, with with all of my misgivings, I still eventually kind of just fell into the gameplay loop and started to have fun with it just as a shooter Mm -hmm. but like after all of this time and all this hullabaloo and all this change and upgrade to ps5 and everything that game still feels janky as fuck to me like it's just (laughs) like
3: oh
1: no i mean it's just like it doesn't It's not as nearly as wonky as it was on PS4 and whatnot. But, like, the world still feels stupid. Like, you'll just shoot randomly, and then everybody does the same animation to crouch. And I'm just like, okay, guys. All right. Or... GTA
2: 3 animations?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or it doesn't feel nearly as alive as they said it was going to feel. Or, you know... um, Well, that's because they lied. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I just... I think that like I think that I I'm curious to see what they do going forward like with the next cyberpunk game but like yeah, yeah. this game I feel like it's like tainted meat it's like they washed it off so it looks better and you know if you've been eating tainted meat and you've gotten used to it then sure it is what it is but it <laughs> it's just never to me going to be as good as it ever could have been and then it's even worse now because I watched Edge Runners, and that story is so much better than the Cyberpunk 2077 story. So now I'm just mad playing as V. I'm like, man, this could have been fucking Daniel. Like, <laughs> like David. I could have actually cared about the main character. If
3: you cared, you remember his first name.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that- <laughs> it's David. I'm sorry, David. I'm <laughs> David sorry, David. Martinez. David Martinez. My bad. But yeah still i could actually you know i don't know like it's <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 is always just going to be a game of like wasted potential yeah um
3: i stand by that deus X, uh mankind divided is a better version of cyberpunk 2077 than cyberpunk 2077 is that being said i still have so much fun with this game uh i i haven't because of the overwatch thing. Like, I haven't been playing a lot of Cyberpunk. So I'm still like literally at the end. Like, I my save is literally on the Pan Am said sequence of the game But that's mm. really where I left off before all things fell apart. And I'm, um, oh,
0: we're at the same place in Cyberpunk. Huh.
1: You're, uh, you're, uh, <laughs> yeah, I Avery, yeah. This is how I compare, uh, or how the, the analogy I'll use for, um, Cyberpunk for me, Cyberpunk is like Alpha Protocol where it is a game that is fun. Oh dude. But is dude. it a good game?
3: No. Absolutely I don't not. Mind. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. But it's a it's a great game. It's a great game. Not a good game. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird distinction. But it's yep. a weird, I think but I'm gonna be fair about Cyberpunk versus Alpha Protocol. When I point a machine gun at someone's head in Cyberpunk and shoot them with hundred bullets all 100 bullets hit them as long as I'm pointing at them. It's not like Alpha Protocol, yeah. where you shoot someone with a machine going to their head. Hey, man, it's all dice rolls. 99% of the bullets might miss. Yeah.
1: So yeah.
0: How did I do damage
3: to myself? <laughs> Alpha, I put Alpha Protocol in the same vein I played, like, Math Effect 1. Where I'm like, I, because of some weird thing that I did in the beginning of that game, the only gun I could use is the pistol, like beat that game with a pistol. Alpha Protocol the game where eventually at a certain point, I'm like, I don't give a shit about all these weapons. All of them are broken and none of them are going to work right. So I'm just going to do whatever.
0: <laughs>
3: but at this point in Cyberpunk, I'm playing an, uh, a Netrunner build. So I'm literally running into a room, pinging everything, and just shooting out demons and killing entire rooms in like five seconds. Ooh, that's nice. I'm not even shooting my guns
0: right <laughs> need
1: last thing i will say is even with my misgivings about cyberpunk i'm gonna play that game up until i can fight adam smasher so i can run his fade <laughs> real fast for the homies do you still have your end game save yes i do
3: well the, the end game save states is right before the final mission so you can just do the final mission over and over again and fight adam smasher
1: good <laughs> i'm gonna kill that nigga 50 times
3: yeah, one of the reasons I'm excited about replaying this game is I don't fuck up the Johnny and V relationship so I can do the uh, don't fear the Reaper version of the finale where you don't take anyone with you and you fight Adam Smasher and it's super hard, but that means no one dies. <laughs> and like, I... so I'm like, because like the one I did was when I originally played on PC, I took Rogue with no, I took uh, Pan Am the Avocados and like Saul died. It's just one of those things like, hey, Pan Am, like, like you're kind of got your adopted father kind of killed, so. It's a weird relationship that the game hasn't taken into account, but whatever.
0: My bad. (laughs) All right, uh, Marcus, you've also been playing Ghost of Tsushima, question mark? Yeah, you know it's Ghost of Uh, Tsushima.
1: I'm still like I would have beat Iki Island by now, but I got busy and then other stuff happened. But just still making my way through Iki Island. um, Still having a great time. Still running everyone's fades. Like now, it's gotten to the point where at any given opportunity I have to call people out, I just do it. And then also-
2: What's your name? (laughs) What? What's your name? Tony! Fuck you, Tony!
1: Like the moment I see that press up to challenge, I'm like, say less.
2: I don't gotta go
1: finding nobody. Bring them all. Exactly. And I just got the cursed Horse armor for a kaze, and so I'm just charging people with the homie, and I'm having a good time. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's just more Ghost Shishima, but it's a great game, so it's a great time.
0: All right, all
1: right. Uh, Oh, and sorry. Last thing I want to bring up really quick (laughs) is recently I uh, went to a bar arcade or a barcade. called uh, Player One out here. And so I play a bunch of games. I haven't I I don't think I've ever played pinball machine games that weren't on the computer, the 3D pinball uh, game. Yeah, maybe if you're old, (laughs)
0: I hate (laughs) that right.
1: So, yeah, no, it was a good time. I played pinball games. They had like Tekken seven and like all the time crisis games and
2: Look at the value that Game Pass
1: is providing him. (laughs) Shut up. If you're ever in LA, uh, there are several barcades, but player one or the one up, I would highly recommend. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How much did they pay you for that endorsement? (laughs) More than y'all pay me. Nigga, I got to eat somehow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last up, shot. What have you been playing? I've been
2: playing Yakuza Kiwami. Um, oh, what?
0: When did you start playing that game? <laughs> I,
2: I just had one major complaint. I'm not even going to talk about the gameplay. I mean, I've, I've been doing a lot of uh, some of the sub stories or whatever the hell you want to call them, mini stories. Mm. I'm really fucking upset that this game does not have autosave. Oh, it's still bothering you? I fucked up. Oh, you lost. So, oh no. <laughs> I, I did a number of mini stories. And I even got the achievement for like doing third, whatever. I don't even know how far in I was. Um uh, phrasing. But I decided to I, I was messing around with Overwatch 2 trying to get it fixed, and I launched it mm. by accident. Mm. And I had not saved because I kept on just putting Yakuza into sleep mode. Yeah. And immediately I realized I messed up, and I'm like, God damn it. That is one thing I will say I wish PS5 had. Xbox has, so, god damn it.
3: Have you heard no. about the quick resume problem? No. no. Apparently no. if a game has an online functionality, quick resume fucks it up. Oh. Really? So now Xbox is putting in an add on to the Xbox ecosystem to not make it an automatic thing for quick resume to function in and like something you have to trigger to function in?
0: Oh, no. That's uh, terrible. Okay. Um like I've been I've been kind of going back and forth in terms of and this is just purely like just a, a side note UI thing with PlayStation 5 where I like being able to go down to the whatever XMB bar, whatever they want to call that media bar thing. And then like yeah, the quick, click the, on the, another yeah. game to play. Yeah. But part of me kind of wonders, man, there really should be a like, are you quick. sure prompt? Yeah. To like make sure that like, hey, look, have you saved your game? Are you sure about that? yeah, oh, yeah shit, right, right, right. Like, hey you're going to be switching games so make sure that if you're switching games you're good to like switch games and like because like there yeah. was a time where i was i was playing some game and i like i was fumbling the controller because like london was also grabbing the controller and she mm-hmm. pressed the, the ps button so like i almost switched games mid like whatever game i was playing and i was just like oh my god london we would have had to square up like don't do that again but, you know, I, I, I caught it in time. pressed that circle button. It was everything was fine. You know, we're fine. We're good. We're good. We talk to each other and everything. We're fine. But like, it's like, man, I, I realize there should probably be a prompt there. There should there should be a like, are you sure? Prompt. But yeah, uh, PlayStation, if you do that, just hit my PayPal, you know, or my cash app, or my Venmo, any, any of them.
2: Now it's I got to look credit. up which Yakuza games got autosave
0: because, uh, boy, I'm gonna be <laughs> like a dragon has auto saves. <laughs> yeah. So there's one. Thank the stars. All right. Um, that, That has been what we've been playing. That's it. We did it. We nailed it. And that has been our episode for the day. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Don't forget to rate and review on your favorite podcasting app. That is pausing this podcast. That is leaving a review. And that is giving yourself a high five on the back. You figure it out. And then after you figure it out, can you please, do this if you're watching us. You like the video, you subscribe to the channel, and you hit the notification button. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, if you miss any of this, you can find all those details and more on a website at PressXNumber2Start.com. Again, if you think we are cool and you're like, hey, man, I, w- I want to talk to these people outside the podcast stuff that I'm listening to, you can join our Discord. It is at PressXNumber2Start.com slash Discord and we'll take you to our channel and we will accept you and we will start talking to you. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Well, I think that's it. I think we did it. Uh, Thank you for listening to us chat and you have a great day and play some games. Uno out.